Section 97 of Loss of the Sultana by Chester D. Berry. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 97. Joshua S. Patterson. I am a resident of Franklin Township, Columbiana County, Ohio. Served in the Army as a private in Company F, 104th Ohio Volunteer Infantry enlisted in the service near Bethel Church on the 1st of September, 1862. I was captured at the Battle of Franklin, Tennessee, November 30, 1864, and taken to Andersonville Prison, where I remained until I was liberated, April 20, 1865. Discharged from the service May 20, 1865, at Camp Chase, Columbus, Ohio. Farming is my present occupation. The following is a brief account of my experience in making my escape from the steamer Sultana. I was awakened from my slumbers about three o'clock on the morning of the 27th of April, 1865, by a terrible crash. I knew not what, but afterwards found it to be the result of the explosion. As I arose from my bed, which was at the head of the first flight of stairs, I received a blow on the top of my head which caused a severe wound, the mark of which I carry to this day. This wound was inflicted, I think, by a piece of timber, it being so dark I could not ascertain how it did occur. Realizing my danger, and perceiving the unusual position of the boat, I jumped down on the lower deck, and there observed more fully the horrors of our situation. I had nothing to hope from human aid, only from the mercy of the Almighty. Dejection filled my mind, the consternation became general, nothing but sighs and groans were heard, even the animals that were on board uttered the most dreadful cries. Everyone began to raise his heart and hands toward heaven, and in the certainty of a speedy death each was occupied only with the melancholy alternative between the two elements of nature ready to devour us. The fire broke out in the vicinity of the boilers, which caused the soldiers to rush with tiger-like fury to the opposite extremity of the boat, or to that part farthest from the flames, without regard to rank, position, or life, using the vain prerogative, "'Men jump into the water!' Thus many poor hapless beings were pushed overboard by the pressure of the horrified and stricken mass of humanity." the confusion was extreme. Some seemed to anticipate death by jumping into the river. Others, by swimming, gained the fragments of the boat, while the ropes along the side were being covered by the men who were suspending from them, as if hesitating between two extremes equally imminent and equally terrible. Being one of the number who were pushed overboard, and not versed in the art of swimming, and unable to battle with the billowy waves, which rushed to and fro bounding like so many madmen, I realized that life would soon be extinct, and that it did not seem uncertain for what fate providence intended me. Fortunately, as I arose from the bosom of the deep, I grasped a spar of timber which projected from the hull of the boat, and having hung there until my physical powers were nearly exhausted, in the meantime disengaging myself from two or three of my drowning companions, who came up and caught hold of my clothing. At this critical moment, 
I observed a large piece of timber floating near me, and by a special effort secured it, which I used to good advantage, being able to keep myself above water. Having floated around to the other side of the boat, I observed men drawing their fellow victims out of the water by means of ropes. Availing myself of this opportunity, I grasped one of these with a death-like grip, but feeling my utter exhaustion, I put my arms through the noose of the rope, and was thus drawn up into the portion of the boat which had not yet sunk. In the meantime, a man and his son had come to the rescue with their raft, and by this means I was transferred from the burning boat to land a few moments before the vessel went down. My first care, upon setting foot on shore, was to thank the Almighty for my deliverance from the jaws of death, and give the homage of my gratitude to him to whom I was so evidently indebted for my preservation. End of section 97